The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Paul Brooks is the author of Altered Evolution, the Book of Margaret, a gripping tale of rebellion and survival against ancient reptilian aliens seeking saviours and warriors among humans. And Paul is with us here. How are you today? I'm great. Thanks, Toby. Thanks so much for having me on. I've been looking forward to uh, talking to you about this. Yes, and you certainly sound excited about this book. So what was it that sparked the idea for it in the first place? It's kind of a part of a larger project um, that um, myself and my partner have been developing, but uh, the books became an entity in their own right. They were going to be a small part, as I said, but they've just grown and grown and grown. Um, And and really, I suppose the story come from um, the classic human against aliens, um, rebellion, warfare, kind of survival uh, story really which is you know m- most alien invasion stories are, are about that so yeah. it came from that really um and then it grew into this thing that it is now really yeah. Uh, so yeah and, and the book of margaret um the altered evolution is going to be a, a trilogy uh, i'm writing the second book now um but the book of margaret originally was just going to be a prologue to this second book as a bit of a backstory really for what's happening now because the book of margaret is set in the past yeah so the next book which is remember the rebellion uh which will be out shortly uh that is set in the present and then there's a book set in the future as well so yeah yeah it's come from that so the prologue was going to be about five thousand words Wow. So I started it off with just this idea of, uh, you know, giving people um, some kind of information about where it's come from and how they've got here and how this uh, relationship between the aliens and the human hunter-gatherers as we were at the time when they arrived some twelve to 15,000 years ago. Um, and it just, I started writing it and it just grew and grew and grew um, and it, it didn't stop. <laughs> yes. As you've mentioned, of course, the humans in the book are depicted as simple hunter-gatherers. How did you develop that dynamic between the aliens and humanity? Yeah, it's really interesting because uh, the the story really in, within the book, when you get to read it, uh, what I've included is it, it's not just kind of a fictitious story. There are elements in that book that um, you can read and people will go, oh, I've heard of that before. Yeah, That's really interesting. So you can then go and research it because some of the information that's in the book I've woven into it um, are, are things that have happened in our previous history that are unexplained and potentially could be explained by an alien invasion. You know, yes. We made these big leaps in our 
uh, our knowledge, you know, how, how you know, there's gaps of time in our knowledge and where has this stuff come from? You know, surely we must have had some idea um, of, you know, splitting the atom, for example. Where did the seed idea of that come from? You know, things like that. Um, so I, it, it kind of grew from there, really. Um, so the aliens, when they arrived, they were looking for a species that they could um, be um, uh, sort of take control of, have create warriors from the male species and blend and breed with the females uh, to expand their um, their race. But essentially, the, the, the aliens then, or one of the aliens, Margaret in this case, she recognised the potential of humans for... Um, development and protecting their species in the future. So I kind of built the story around that, really. There's the two yeah. dynamics of the, the the first council sister, uh, who turns out to be uh, Karen, uh, and then who, who is kind of, she's the matriarch, she's the leader, she's a warmonger, she's a bit of a psychopath as well in yes. the book. Um, and then, of course, Margaret, she is a scientist, um, and so she recognizes the potential of the human race. And then there's this clash between those two. Um, and then that's the kind of carries on through the trilogy, really. And it's quite a common theory, isn't it, that aliens were somehow involved in parts of our history. Do you think yeah. there's maybe an element of truth in that? Well, I mean, you know what's happening in the US with the US Congress meeting on the the ufos and being overly and highly transparent yeah yes i think i mean yes it's all speculation you know there's no as such hard evidence if you like but if you think about the pyramids in egypt for example how were they built we don't really know that for sure there's lots of speculation and ideas from engineers about how they were built and what were they for i mean they clearly weren't tombs they you know built for the pharaohs apparently um, but there's speculation that they were energy generators uh, and things like that. So where did that come from? How were they built? Who built them? When were they built? Again, if you look at the Sphinx, there is speculation that that is thousands of years older than sort of traditional science says. So there's you know lots of ideas and um, lots of reasons that we are who we are today because of some manipulation of our DNA, our history in the past. The description of the book ends with this phrase, this is their story, it could also be ours. What are you suggesting with that? I mean, is it also a suggestion that the alien thing could be true and could happen at some point to us? Yes, and do you know what? I don't really want to answer that. And there's (laughs) a reason for that, because it it finalises the story. Mm. It is their story, but it could also be ours. Because in the final book, uh, again, without giving too much away, um, it, it kind of pulls everything together and it kind of makes that statement a lot more understandable, really. Yeah. Because you know, this could be our story. This could be, and certainly in the Book of Margaret, um, Altered Evolution, the Book of Margaret, it could be our beginning. In this next book, Altered Evolution, Remember the Rebellion, this could be our present story. And then the next book will be the end of the beginning, if you like. So it's, you know, it's kind of a very circular. Uh, hopefully that kind of makes sense. It's a little bit intriguing. I don't want to give too much away, you know, because the story, um, it, it just evolves uh, and it grows. Um, and quite it's quite interesting because... This is going to sound a little bit odd, but I actually don't know where the story's going. It almost kind of writes itself. I have an idea, and then I'll start writing, and it will just grow and grow and grow. It grows kind of organically, really. So I don't have 
lists of plot points and all of that sort of stuff, like yeah. J.K. Rowling does or somebody like that. Yeah. Uh, it just, it's, it just, I have a seed idea and it just grows and grows and grows. So I don't want to answer the question. <laughs> yeah. Well, do you worry that one day the inspiration will just stop coming and maybe you will have to write down plot points and things like that? No, is the short answer because, you know, the story is so big. I mean, it's bigger than, uh, you know, everyone I've spoken to, about that, you know, they'll they throw ideas. I mean, I've got on my desk here, I've got notebooks. I've either got book ideas written on the boards. I've got pin boards on my other screen here. Yeah. And so there's lots and lots and lots of different ideas that can all um, have an element in the book, in other books, in other stories um, that can come out of it. So, it's not going to end anytime soon, let's put it that way. Now, this book seems to blend a lot of elements like action, science fiction, and even oh. some philosophical themes. So mm. how did you manage to balance those different aspects to create a... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary cohesive story yeah i mean it follows the kind of the standard um uh three act process if you like of a beginning middle and an end um so in each each third of that each part of that it, it sort of conforms with what's required in all of those to make a really interesting story to keep people reading um but i think you know i i wrote it from um margaret's perspective or she is second council sister initially and she becomes margaret later on in the book 
Um, and that's the kind of transition from the 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 alien element where there's completely aliens into the human side of things. So I, I kind of blended it in that way a little bit. Uh, but it, I wrote it from her perspective and she kind of tells me her story. Yeah. So I didn't go out specifically to write a story that had a philosophical element in it. It just kind of happened. Yes. <laughs> you know, the story goes and goes and goes. Because she is telling you the story, do you yeah. hope that kind of makes the character believable? Because even you're believing in her. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she, yeah, she really is. Um, she... Um, it's, it's hard to describe, you know, for example, if she's having a conversation when I'm writing it, you know, in the book where there's all the dialogue going on, I'm actually listening to it in the back of my head and then just writing it out as I'm always plagiarizing my own subconscious, <laughs> if you like. Yeah. Um, so, um, yeah, and it's, it's really, you know, is, does she sound real? You know, um, yeah. does she do things that, um, an alien would do who is a sympathizer with the humans. And, and, you know, there are lots of references to those sorts of things in other sci-fi um, st- adventures, books, films, and TV series and all that sort of stuff. So that's kind of well known in terms of how that kind of happens. But again, it's a very natural process. You know, I try, I try not to force it because it would just sound odd, I think. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I just I just let her tell me. <laughs> yeah. Now, you mentioned that there is a next book coming. Yeah, yeah. Where are you with that at the moment? Have you started working on it? Oh, yeah. I remember The Rebellion, uh, the next book. That's probably going to be another two or three months. Um, there's some work to do on it a little bit, really, in terms of blending the stories together because – in Remember the Rebellion, there are now the nine saviors. They are the nine rebel leaders of the human race, if you like. And in Remember the Rebellion, it's their story uh, of how they they had a shared memory during childhood um, and how um, their life experience pulls them towards each other. Uh, and, of course, they each meet Margaret, uh, so it makes Margaret th- thousands of years old. Um, <laughs> but certainly, I think, you know, that's sort of element of the story in there as well. Um, so all of that is pretty much written. What I'm trying to do at this at, at the moment is to blend um, Karen, or First Council sister, because she's still around, uh, with some of the other main characters. They're all still around as well. Um, and um, bringing in the things that have happened in our history, um, that are unexplained um, and attributing those to Karen and Margaret uh, and then blending in the nine uh, saviors as well. So remember the rebellion will end um, when the rebellion itself starts, which will be the final book. And are you thinking of working on any other books outside of this series or is it just this one for now? I mean, for now, uh, yes, it, it is this one for now um, because I find that I, once I sit down and I, I start writing just the first couple of sentences, it just grows and grows and grows and all of a sudden yeah. six hours is gone. <laughs> yeah. um, and so, you know, it, it's time to get up from the chair at that point and have a walk yeah. around for a bit. Um, so no, I don't really have a, a lot of time. Um, having said that, um, I, I still create content online for other people as well, emails and sales pages and all that sort of stuff. But that is um, thankfully um, uh, becoming less and less because I'm working more and more on these books and they are kind of all encompassing really. Uh, because I, I want to make a story that 
um, people get absorbed into. It's it's kind of the story that I want people to. You know, when they when you read a book, the idea really is for you to forget that you're reading yes. and you're fully immersed into the book as well. So that's kind of what I'm trying to do. Is I try to make the books and when I write them as, as uh, immersively descriptive as possible, so you can kind of see it, it like a play going on in your mind. Um, so that that's kind of my aim as the writer of the book, and of course, consequently. The, the universe, the, the the world building of altered evolution um, becomes pretty obvious. And what's really interesting is the people I've spoken to about it, they have different views, different visions in their mind. And that's great because then yeah. people are kind of thinking, wow, this, you know, this is this is something that's really interesting. How does that happen? They start asking questions, which is perfect. That's exactly what I'm after. Yeah. And is there a balance you have to do with the detail? Because, of course, you want it to be descriptive so that people can imagine it. But if you spent a whole page describing a handbag, it could get quite boring <laughs> yeah absolutely i think you know i'm trying to give people just enough um to get the idea of what i'm talking about and then the, your own mind fills in the blanks if you like yes uh, so you know when you just i mean i haven't put a very specific description of what these reptilian aliens look like but you know when you say to somebody oh it's a reptilian alien they immediately come up with this picture in their mind of what a reptilian alien potentially yes. looks like and it's different for everybody yeah um, so it's really good in that respect. So I've tried not to add too much specific detail, although obviously some needs to go in, uh, but to leave enough to let the reader, you know, imagine. I mean, readers aren't stupid. They they understand exactly where the book's going and what's happening. And uh, and that's great because then their mind fills in the theatre in their own minds, if you like. Yeah. And that's the great thing about books, I suppose. You can write anything. Yeah. You know, if it was a movie or a TV show, you'd have to actually create what a reptilian alien looks like. Yeah. Whereas with books, you just need the words. Yeah, absolutely. I want the, 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 the words to almost vibrate off the page and sort of... Yes. You know, get absorbed into your mind um so yeah that that's kind of the idea behind it really and that's why i love books I mean, i read a lot anyway as writers most writers do um so you know you, you can get lost in in a world and it's great escapism and a story like um altered evolution that has a, a kind of a, a real history if you like and there are elements of i'm not going to say fantasy because it's not really we can't i'm trying to blend or blur the lines between fantasy and reality but yeah. then there are science fiction elements in there as well. So it's more of a speculative fiction. It's a what-if story. And that's what I want people to think, you know, when they finished the book of Margaret and yeah. they're thinking about getting the Remember the Rebellions to think, well, okay, this this could happen. Did this happen? Has that happened? Yeah. You know, that, that you know, that that's that's what I'm aiming for. Well, this book is of course called Altered Evolution, the book of Margaret, and it's by Paul A. Brooks. Where are all the places that we're able to get it? Right now it's on Amazon. Um so it's it's uh, paperback and also as an ebook as well. I haven't uploaded it anywhere else, although I'm going to be putting it's gonna be on Kobo and Nook and Barnes and Noble and all that sort of stuff. I've just got to stop writing Remember the Rebellion to actually upload yes. the Book of Margaret. Uh, so that'll be they'll be available on those platforms in the next few days. But it's available right now on Amazon. Excellent. Well, many thanks for joining us today. It's been great talking to you. Thank you. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The throbbing pulse of sound, the Toby Gribbon Show.